Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a closer look at the supply chain disruptions that are making headlines. The situation at the Port of Los Angeles has gotten worse, not better. There are currently 110 ships awaiting at anchor for a berth to unload their cargoes. There are other seaports in the U.S. Why don't these ships divert to other locations like Houston, Texas, Tampa, Florida, Savannah, Georgia, or Newark, New Jersey? Well, the answer is simple. The answer is money. Let's look at the economics of a ship, and we can clearly see why ships are choosing to wait for a berth at Long Beach. A full-size container ship has a charter cost of about $92,000 a day. Not all ships can transit the Panama Canal, and some of the world's largest container ships are in fact too large to transit the original canal and are even too large to transit the widened canal that was completed in 2014. The wait times in Panama have been reduced significantly since the capacity of the canal was more than doubled. The distance to Tampa from Long Beach is about 4,300 nautical miles. That's nearly 50% farther than an Atlantic crossing. If a ship were to unload in New York, that's over 5,000 nautical miles. The time to travel to Tampa from Long Beach takes eight days to travel that distance, plus any additional delays that might be encountered in the Panama Canal. The very low sulfur diesel costs about $600 per metric ton of fuel, and a large container ship traveling to Tampa will use about 600 metric tons, or about $360,000 of fuel, to reach that destination. The fee to transit the Panama Canal could be in the range of $450,000 for a large ship. Let's add all of these up and cost the trip to Tampa. The additional eight days at $92,000 a day gives us a cost of $736,000. we got $360,000 in fuel. And with the Panama Canal fee, our total is just over a million five. We also need to make the return trip. The fuel will be a little bit less with the ship having a lighter load. The fee to cross the Panama Canal will also be a bit less. So the total round-trip cost to Tampa is going to run about $2.9 million. But then staying at anchor also incurs expenses. Ships are averaging a seven-day wait time to enter the port of Long Beach, but the range is quite wide. The delay might grow even further with the backlog. Even if the ship has to wait 14 days before getting a berth, the cost is basically the daily charter rate and the fuel consumption for running the generators while at anchor. Now, if we're generous and assume that a ship uses seven metric tons per day at anchor, the fuel cost is $4,200 a day. At Anchor, the ships are located within the territorial limits of the United States. They've got to use a lower sulfur marine gas, which is a bit more expensive at $680 per metric ton compared with the low sulfur diesel at $600 per metric ton. Total fuel consumption at Anchor will cost $67,000 for 14 days at Anchor. You'll also need to pay the ship's charter fee of $92,000 a day, which will cost about $1.3 million. So when you compare the round trip to Tampa with just waiting at Long Beach, the savings is about $1.4 million, simply by waiting at anchor compared with unloading at another port on the East Coast. The shipping company was also expecting the containers to be unloaded on the West Coast. If all of a sudden you now have a few thousand containers on the East Coast, there could be additional cost to get those containers by rail to their final destination. Some ships have been departing Asia without a reservation for a berth in either Los Angeles or Long Beach. And some of these ships have been waiting a long time. One ship has been waiting 45 days, another one 39 days. But then other ships have only experienced wait times of one to three days because they departed with a reservation for a berth. The Port of Los Angeles has been working to reduce the number of boxes within the terminal, and they've been holding off ships off the coast for longer. 
the number of containers in the port has been reduced by almost 25%, which ultimately will improve efficiency in the port. You can't have the port running so close to capacity. But the latest move to clear congestion in the port has been to simply not allow ships to anchor in the area outside the port. This latest proposal is to have ships go out to sea and remain 150 miles off the coast. This will reduce the public perception of a problem because they can see all of those ships waiting at anchor. Once they're over the horizon, the ships will no longer be visible to the general public and reduce the general public's perception of delays in the port. But once you're 150 nautical miles off the coast, you're in the California Current, which is a Pacific Ocean current of a bit more than two knots, which is going to push those vessels in a south-southeast direction towards Baja California. The ships will need to be operating their main engines in order to counter this current, and they will consume considerably more fuel than if they were at anchor. The crews will not have internet access that far off the coast, and if anyone needs medical attention, they will require a helicopter instead of a boat. This latest move is a smoke-and-mirrors effort to improve public relations. Sadly, I don't see any real moves designed to actually solve the bottleneck in our nation's seaports, which means these supply chain hiccups are going to continue for some time to come. As you think about that, focus on managing your supply chain very carefully. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.